Money FM 89.3, the best of your money. Money and me on your money, only on Money FM 89.3. Hey, welcome to Money and Me. I'm Michelle Martin. Time for a Singapore budget reaction. You may have heard announced in the Singapore budget on Friday that from next year, when you turn 55, one of your CPF accounts, a special account or SA, will cease to exist. Lu Cheng Chuan is founder of the very popular movement. He's long championed using your CPF as a tool to grow your retirement savings. They're called the 1M65 movement. He joined me back in 2018, 20. 19, we were talking about becoming a CPF millionaire back then. He and his wife accumulated $1 million in their CPF account before they turned 45. Amazing. And it was Lou who has long championed shielding your CPF SA funds, a strategy that, well, now cannot exist without a special account. CPF shielding involved moving your SA funds to a short-term instrument and then liquidating that to maximize your special account interest rates of 408 you could preserve your capital if you withdrew less than 4.08% per annum, but that is no more. Lou tells me he's received thousands of messages after changes to the CPF was announced in the budget. He has a community of over 33,000. Is that right, Lou? Good morning. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Thanks for inviting me, Michelle. Wonderful to speak with you again. Lou, what does the closing for the uh, special account mean for those of us reaching 55 from 2025? Help us understand our options now. Great. Okay, so first of all, again, uh, good morning to everybody. It's uh, it's uh, very surprising and very uh, painful to see this new policy coming in. Actually, the new rules affect only a group of people. If your CPF does not have, does not meet the FRS, which which is the full retirement sum. Currently right now, it's at $205,000. It doesn't affect you. <laughs> it doesn't really affect you because, you know, uh, th- these new rules, uh, you know, just simply uh, just simply bypass you because whatever you have in your FRS will simply uh, go from SA to the RA, okay, and nothing else. But for a sizable group of people wh- who has got uh, SA, you know, above uh, the full retirement sum, then all the extra, a- extra uh, SA will will go into the OA, okay? So in the past, it stayed in the SA and earns 4% interest. Now, it goes in OA and earns only 1.5% interest. So in that sense, that's a huge uh, negative impact to some people because, uh, you know, the 1.58% actually right now, 1.58% difference actually made uh, uh, quite some difference. But when you when you look at it over a lifetime, you know, so that is a big, uh, that's a big dampener for 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 some of the one in six side community and a lot of Singaporeans out there. You were so proposing sense, with the shielding that, you know, you buy a short-term instrument and then you liquidate that uh, and, and the money mm. would have, when we had an SA account, flow back into your SA and then you could benefit from the 4.08%. So if somebody wanted to buy an investment instrument with their SA accounts, they're thinking before it closes, what happens then if I buy an investment vehicle and then the SA is no more and I sell that investment vehicle, what happens then? This part, I, I think it's something I need clarity, but I'm pretty sure the government will still put whatever that needs to go to uh, RA goes to the RA and then the excesses goes to the OA, okay? The downside to the RA is is not the interest rate. 
the mm. downside to the RA is a loss of liquidity. So once you put money into the RA, it yields a 4% interest while it compounds all the way from 55 years old to 65 years old. At 65 years old, you have the option of, of taking out the money using uh, via CPF Life. So it's a monthly payment, you know, 1000 plus $2,000 or something like that. Mm-hmm. But you could delay all the way to 70 years old and then the government will insist that you take out the money. Either way, you know, you will get a stream of payments every month. We call that an annuity yep. all the way until the day you pass away. Mm-hmm. So 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 that's that's in, in some sense a plus, but the negative is that you know you won't see any principal all the way until the day you 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 die. Got it. So is the scenario for four percent return, four point zero eight percent return, which the SA used to pay out, plus the ability to control your funds, is that just off the table now? Unfortunately the answer is yes. Okay, and so unfortunately, answer is yes. So in the past, you could get both liquidity and high interest mm, with but the now shielding strategy. That option is gone with the, not just with shielding, right? You, even though if you don't shield, okay, you could just uh, allow whatever extra money. Sorry, whatever you have. Let's say in my case, let me use my example. Okay, okay? yeah, I have got about four hundred thousand dollars in my. SA right now, when I hit when I hit 55 years old, my guess is maybe it will be close to half a million. So this half dollars, okay, first you'll take out the FRS into the into the RA. So let's say by then it's a, a quarter of a million dollars. So the other half of uh, the other half of my half a million, which is a quarter million, will stay in my SA under the old rules. Okay, I didn't do any SA shielding. This is just no maneuvers or anything. It's just normal. Okay, right, right. But now under the new rules, my quarter of a million dollars in my SA will go into my OA. Okay, mm. so this would be huge loss. So you, I, I have the option of topping up. Okay, my RA what we call four times BRS. All this terminology is a bit complicated, but it simply means two times the FRS number. Okay, So I think right now, you will be looking at somewhere, by the time I, I hit 55, it probably be about, my guess is about $450,000. So I can I can top up my FRS to $450,000 and every month, you know, when I hit 65 years old or 70 years old, I'll get three to $4,000 a month, which is an interesting option. It okay, is, yeah. But I lost liquidity in the process. I wouldn't see my... $450,000 for the rest of my life. But if I don't like the option, I could put them in OA, okay, mm-hmm. and earn 2.5% interest or invest elsewhere to try to get it somewhere. But you're absolutely right. The government guaranteed 4 over percent with liquidity is totally gone. You've championed the idea of shielding your SA. How do you feel about this change? What sort of reaction have you been receiving? First of all, um, myself, uh, I would say that there was a huge surprise that the government uh, take uh, this action. But, you know, the government is trying to correct a wrong uh, into into a right. So what the government uh, is trying to do is you cannot enjoy both high liquidity and high interest. So what the government does is that they give you now what is a commercial norm, which is high interest then you got to have low liquidity. And if you want high liquidity, then you have low interest. This is a commercial norm. Okay, I would say that SA was an abnormally. We thought that the government uh, is very kind to continue this for, for, for forever. And then unfortunately, they have closed this option. And that's, uh, that's uh, very disappointing uh, for me. And of course, uh, for many uh, CPF members who are, are planning or already enjoying the, the CPF shooting, that's a big disappointment to them. The whole 186 community erupted in a fury of 
of anguish, you know, and, and for the last uh, 48 hours, I suspect that I don't know the actual numbers, but I think we are looking at maybe five to 10,000 messages, wow. you know, and they are just very upset, yes. Yeah, and you're in Korea now. Thank you for joining us in the midst of, you know, all these messages coming your way. Uh, for those who were shielding, they were enjoying 4.08% per annum and the ability to withdraw their funds from SA. What are they thinking? What are their options? So now, it's not all bad. Uh, I, I think there's some good, and I'll come to you uh, in a short while, but the options available right now are probably two or three options. The first one is is uh, with the closure of the SA, then extra money will go into the uh, the OA. So you could either put there and enjoy interest rates, okay, and just, you know, <laughs> suck, suck it up, right? So that's just life. Or you could now uh, look into other investment options elsewhere. There are a lot of options available out there. You could go into T-bills, which currently gives you 3.6 something percent mm. and you could possibly go up to 4% depending how the Federal Reserve of US uh, uh, would, would, would do their interest rate changes over the next one year or so. But this high interest rate for T-bills were not likely to be a long-term thing. I would imagine over the next six months, you still probably enjoy this high say, uh, interest rate. But the Federal Reserve had outright said that you know, they will lower the interest rate. So it will impact Singapore as well. So the T-bills gradually will come down, but you will still be decent, right? Mm. Two, three percent. So it closes the gap between the four percent and 2.5 percent. So you will get something there. The The option now is also now available for people who invest in, uh, you know, a globally diversified uh, world index. You know, I do a lot of that. You know, um, there are companies, there is a company now, you, know, you can do that. You know, I, I wouldn't name the company, uh, but it's quite popular that to do that. I, I do a lot of uh, OA investments. So this is a second option, okay? That comes with risk, but potentially higher returns. So it may turn out that you're forced to learn how to invest, you know, and get higher returns, okay? The third option, which is an interesting option that was formerly not available is that you could put a lot of money now in the RA. In short, uh, in the past, we are we were only allowed to put, you know, one and a half times the FRS. Now you can put two times the FRS, which uh, next year will become $426,000. That's not insignificant. Now someone will say, hey, Mr. Lu, you know, you, you know, but my, la- my money will be locked up until the day I die. That is true. But if you think of it like you're buying a dividend stock, you know, equivalent to like a DBS, OCBC or UOB, and every month, you know, in exchange for their four hundred. $26,000 you, you forgo, you get around three point three thousand all the way maybe even to four thousand dollars depending on which which time you take out if you take out 65 years old you get three point three thousand or so mm-hmm. but if you take out 70 years old you get four thousand or so so it is a very nice dividend payout every month guaranteed by the government guaranteed yeah so very few things are guaranteed guaranteed by yeah. government mm-hmm. risk in that sense uh, commercially risk-free okay i mean a uh, volatility is zero so you get it right so it's not bad so if you take uh, the dividend payout okay for for me, I probably gonna work until I'm seventy because I love working. So if I take uh, if I take four thousand dollars divide by you know the four hundred twenty six thousand dollars that I forgo, okay, it comes out to almost ten over percent interest, you know, or nine percent interest. Not bad, you know, not bad, not bad. No, I don't great. think I can get that. Hmm. Okay, so I will talk about that. This option is great. 
but there is one big risk. Clearly, we have been hit by this risk right now, what is called policy risk. Nothing is going to guarantee us that the government won't change the payout. Nothing is going to guarantee us the government won't, uh, won't have changes uh, to the rules and things like that, you know. And we just we just got to be prepared that, you know, from now till you die, it's a, probably a long term, right? So for me, I'm now 52 years old, all the way to the day I die, and hopefully I die at 90 plus, you know. It's 40 over years old. 40 over years is a long time things can happen. And the government has shown that, you know, policy risk uh, exists uh, in your CPF. So uh, CPF members, when when they put money into the ERS, they got to be balanced in their thinking. Here I have high returns. That's great. Or, you know, the, the, yeah, option, the other angle to look at it is that we have now have policy risk that can happen. So you got to weigh it yourself, right? So there's no, uh, there's no perfect answer to this. What about top-ups as a strategy? Say you are financially prudent, you want to manage your own retirement with minimal CPF life. Is it possible to still save a million by 65 using CPF as your tool? Okay, that's an extremely good question. The answer is yes. My wife and I, we started our CPF top-up journey uh, around 30 years old. We continue to work. So every month, our salaries goes into the CPF. By 45 years old, we hit a million dollars. In the past, that would be a phenomenal achievement, but not anymore because... Now I've been outdone by many, many uh, CPF uh, 1M65 enthusiasts, okay? And they, they learn it from my YouTube channel. They learn it from a Telegram channel. They have outdone me. The latest I met was uh, 1M38. Wow, 38-year-old million. I have a couple, yeah, 38 years old who made a million dollars in their CPF. Now, the CPF doesn't mean that you are rich. The CPF simply means that you are, you are savvy and you start early. Okay, mm. the, this couple made one M three eight. So the, I've been outdone many times right now by people. So they all of them have not hit fifty five years old yet. So so they they are now doing one M three eight, one M four five, one M five zero. So I I would just say this. I have uh, I have uh, I have now at fifty one years old, going to fifty two this year. My wife and I has now achieved two M five one, two M five one, two M yeah, two M. Wow. So that that's a yeah, 2M, 2M. So so I haven't hit 55 years old yet. So it is possible to hit 1M, 5-5, five, five, okay? So so it's uh, it's possible. It's not a walk in a park, okay? You need to invest early into your SA and you also need to know how to manage your OA so that you get higher returns. In my case, I use my OA to invest uh, in S&P 500. There are other options as well. But cumulatively by now, we are now 51, 52 years old. My wife and I, we have now hit 2M, okay? So by the time we hit 55 years old, of mm. course, the sum of money you need to go to the RA or whatever. And then the, the, the rest will go to OA, you know? I have now the options of thinking whether I want to top up my RA furthermore or I keep it there and invest elsewhere. So it is possible to still hit 1 million by 65 without an RA account at age 55. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. So the the, the downside is that, uh, you without know, would there be more policy? I would just say that you need to accumulate accumulate as much as possible before 55. From 55 to 65, that period is now the change. Yep. Okay? You probably have to make a decision whether to top up your, your RA or you put money in OA and invest that OA. In the past, we have the comfort of being fairly investment illiterate and still the number would uh, compound. Now, we don't have a choice. We got to learn to be financially savvy and 
take on some uh, investment uh, uh, knowledge, uh, know-how so that we know how to maximise the return of your ordinary account. Mr. Lewis, some people say the losers here with this change are the CPF rich. I want to ask you, who do you think the winners are? Is it really the investment brokers that allow you to use your OA and SA to invest in index funds? I've been talking to gazillion people, so I, I finally realised who are the winners and who are the losers. Uh, a lot of people say the, this, this policy only hit the rich, okay? The poor doesn't matter, you know, the counting. Kind of I would like to introduce this term called CPF rich. That means you, you can be ordin- uh, ordinary uh, in your normal wealth, but you, you have a lot of money in your CPF, okay? Or you could have uh, very little in your CPF, but you're very rich outside. So I, here, when I, I'm going to define CPF rich as people with sizable savings above their FRS at 55. That means I've got a lot of money in my SA. So this one, this group of people will be hit. I realized that the very rich don't bother about this policy. Why? Because, you know, they have a lot of money, right? It doesn't really matter to them. To them, uh, yeah, between 1.5% and 4% is only 1.5%. What on earth uh, is uh, this difference? No big deal. So, to be frank with you, the very well-to-do, none of them has called me for help. None, okay? The the people with low CPF balance, again, none of them, you know, has also called me for help because it didn't matter to them because they are nothing, uh, they're not enough to start with. But the middle class which were aspiring to get CPF rich and retirement rich using CPF by the time retire, that's the group that get hit and get hit pretty badly. A rough calculation in my case, I can't, I want, I don't want to use other people's numbers. I use my numbers. Um, I think um, in this, in this scenario, I'll lose, um, uh, compared to the old case, I'll lose $100,000. If I take uh, the difference of interest rate of 1.5%, multiply it to to my to the years that I pass away, maybe say at 90 years or something like that, I will lose about $100,000. And $100,000 is uh, not insignificant for a middle class uh, uh, person who is in, working very hard to save up their SA so that they have a good retirement. And then the other portion that come from the, to the contribute $100,000 is the SA shielding. That is also gone. So that, that's why we have a, a sizable one. We get different estimates between fifty to 150000 or so um, from, the, from the community. So this is not a trivial impact. So the one that get hit in summary are what we call the CPF middle class who has been trying very hard to save a lot of money uh, in their SA so that they have a decent retirement. Okay, uh, This group of people the not very rich and the the not well not not the not the people who are CPF poor the middle class get hit that's pretty pretty sad that they they lost this I don't know how big this group is the the CPF uh, board will probably have the numbers but you are right there's one particular group of people that will make money out of this are the financial planners and the financial brokers and the robo advisors right already uh, my community is uh, giving me this feedback that they have receiving a lot of calls from their financial advisors telling them that, hey, 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 you see, you see, you know, this these options is now closed already. Come, you know, talk to me. I give you other options, right? You know, investment link, investment, sorry, insurance link investments, uh, certain policies uh, and uh, robo-advisors now offering, you know, index funds that you can use your OA to invest and things like that. If you allow me, I will just say this to everybody. At this juncture where things are not clear, the policy is not cast in stone, do not overreact. Okay, you have one year or, or close to one year. Now it's February. The policy will, will enact in uh, January 2024. There is no need to overreact. We got time to slowly think 
explore the options okay speak to you know the right people you know you know to, to come to the to the to a good conclusion for yourself everybody's circumstances are different every risk profile is different but if you now you know react emotionally and you know change uh, you know change change your 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 CPF uh, you know, balances and things like that. And then the government make tweaks again to the policy and you, you might get hit, right? So stay calm, you know, you know, stay steady and let's watch how it develops and look at all your options. Keep calm, carry on, keep saving. When you turn 55, one of your CPF accounts, a special account or SA will cease to exist. What are your options? My guest today, Lu Cheng Chuan. Hang on, Mr. Lu, I have about 5,000 more questions to ask you. We'll, we'll do this off here. <laughs> <laughs> Stay with me. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.